Business Tech Weekly Podcast, episode number 67. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. And we are here once again this week to bring to you the latest and greatest in technology and tools to help you and your business. And today we've got a special episode where we're going to be talking about a product or service out there called Moolala. And to be honest with you, Andy, when I first heard about this service, I thought, mm, this has got to be too good to be true. Which, by the way, Andy, can I just say, I am so glad you are back this week, man. Last week was, <laughs> the show's just not the same without you. Well, I'm, it's good to be missed. Where have you, you know, if, if you were like, if you were like, you know, everything went just fine without you, Andy. Didn't even miss you. Didn't skip a beat, you know. <laughs> like, oh, sweet. Nothing like feeling useless. Well, you so. know, the, the, you think that's funny. How about this? Andy comes back, everybody's like, oh, it's so great to have Andy back. I'm like, <laughs> oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> No, seriously, uh, I'm I'm so glad that you're you're back. Um, I, you know what? Not only did I miss you, but I'm going to tell you guys, I missed something else while you were gone. Huh. I missed having my Wi-Fi, my MiFi device. <laughs> I I'm glad you missed it because I loved it. Well, so. I'll tell you that I I went out. Um, I shared this last week, or I, I think I got this bef or after since the last time you and I recorded a show together, I, I got a MacBook Air. Have I told you that on the air oh, yet? You got an Air? Yes. For you, I saw one. Um, do you know the Saddleback Leather Company? Yeah. Okay, so I met Dave Munson and his wife Suzette out at the Free Agent Academy event, which is why I was gone out in um, Woodland, Woodland Park, Colorado. And Suzette's got one. And I was just like, oh, can I touch it? I mean, it's just so, it's, it's an amazing little thing. So tell me about the Air. Oh, man. It is absolutely awesome. I went into the local Best Buy here to pick up like an HDMI cable. Uh, oh, it starts with an HDMI cable, ends in an air. <laughs> exactly. want to hear this story. Keep going. So I was, I was getting a mini DVI to HDMI cable so that I could actually send the audio, audio and video out of my uh, Mac upstairs into the TV. And okay. that's why I went there. And of course, I had, you know, I'm getting ready to go on this cruise with Dan Miller and I'm yeah. going to be speaking on it. It's uh, I leave next Friday. Right. So I'm going to be going on this cruise with Dan Miller, and I'm going to be speaking. And, of course, I want to put together a keynote presentation. And I don't really want to do it off my iPad. I really wanted to do it off of my off of a laptop if I can. And, obviously, I'm not going to use a PC. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, a couple months back, my daughter spilt an entire glass of lemonade inside of my <clears> MacBook. Uh, and I've been thinking about, you know, what am I going to do as far as a replacement if I need to, a portable computer once again? So you guys have not had uh, any kind of, other than, a, than an iPad, huh? I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, it, I've not had a portable leave the house uh, set up for, oh. well, actually it's been about four or five months now. or It seems that long anyway. All right. But the thing is, is that um, I, a MacBook Air just did not seem like it was going to be an option for me. And I, I've heard people going on and on about this 11-inch 11, MacBook Air and how great it is. And I'm like, I just don't get it. And so I went to – I actually did some research. I actually 
uh, looked at the screen resolution, and the screen resolution, even though it's an 11-inch screen, uh, you can do something at just slightly greater than 1280 by 720 uh, p. Uh, so basically, it'll actually allow me to do full HD on there, and and the things are a little bit tinier as far as text and stuff, but it's still extremely crisp and readable. So I, I figure, okay, I'm getting some good screen resolution uh, on on here, so I can actually see enough of the desktop space and workspace to do some of the things that I'd want to do, especially with video editing. The question is, is can I do video editing? I mean, this thing doesn't even have a like a, a regular hard drive. It's it's got flash memory, and and because it has solid state memory, it's super fast. I'm telling you, this thing is one speedy little machine. I called yeah. I called my friends over at Tele or not Telestream or is it Telestream? I can't oh, remember. Man. Anyway, I, know what you're I the, think it is the folks who make uh, ScreenFlow, and they yeah. said, "Yeah, it'll work on the, our ScreenFlow software. Will work on the MacBook Air." So when I was at Best Buy, I went in and I downloaded ScreenFlow and did a sample screen uh, <laughs> well, screencast. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, you went to Best Buy and downloaded ScreenFlow on their Mac. Yes. <laughs> I did. I did. On their, on their 11 I like inch... how you just said that. You're like, so I went to I went to Best Buy and I downloaded this program and then I did this testing. Like, Cliff, you realize that nobody does that? Yeah, well, some people must do that. Okay. <laughs> um, not sure how many listeners we have to this. And I, I'm actually going to... Can we do a bet? All right. Can we do a bet? Oh, we got to figure out what we're going to bet. Maybe the people in chat. Because here's what I want to do. I want to bet with you. I want to wager <laughs> that no one else... Of all the listeners, you can do this on podcast answer me. You can do it on your shows. You get millions of downloads. Okay, bro. Because that's how confident I am that no one else has gone into a Best Buy and downloaded a program of that size in order to test it. I don't know. I, I, I'm fine with losing the bet. I'm just saying. I, what's our? I'll tell you. Can we can we do the bet and and I'll ask the question on help? I got a Mac. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. That's fine. I, because you know what? I just want to. Maybe it's. Maybe I'm just trying to help you find your true nerd kinship. You all know, right. like the people who are truly devoted, like you are. And I'll just. We'll just do like a Kindle book or something like that to all each right. other. All right. Or to our wives. Okay. Well, we'll gift our wives. So you have to buy something for my wife, and I'll buy something for yours. Because there then we go. I won't tell them about the bet, and then you can say it was from you. I'm sure somebody's done it. All right. I'll bet you. <laughs> it will. We'll, it'll be a Kindle book. How's that? All right. All right. So if anybody out there has ever gone in and downloaded an 80, 80 megabyte f- computer program or greater, uh, then then on, on a demo computer at a store. Uh, but I want it to be a Mac. Okay. Oh, okay. On a Mac. Uh, okay. Just to see if that would work on that system before you bought one for yourself. Then uh, let us know. All right. So so here's the deal. I, I downloaded ScreenFlow, fired up the trial version, recorded a screencast video for 20 minutes, and I processed the. I, I did some editing on it, and I processed the video right there and exported it out. And sure enough, it worked great. And it, matter of fact, it was very speedy. It was very fast. And um, and then of course I fired up. Um, I went to. I installed. By the way, I downloaded and installed Dropbox on their demo setup. No, no, no. Did the person at Best Buy? You don't realize how much people are enjoying this because I'm just razzing you. Did any, did the dude or dude or dudette at Best Buy be like, "Can I help you?" And you're like, "No, but I need a chair." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Matter of fact, nobody even came up to me while I was at Best Buy. They I, I, they were is like 20 minutes before the clo- store closed. 
And I love that you did this in 20 minutes. You're like, I downloaded this, I downloaded that. Yeah. yeah. You're efficient, Ravenscraft. All right, so you downloaded that. <laughs> All right, so, so I installed Dropbox. I logged into my account, and I downloaded uh, a bunch of presentations that I have. Now, specifically, I chose presentations that are full. I'll, I'll call them fully loaded. All right? So um, I downloaded uh, a presentation that has so many animations, so many different transitions, and nice. to be honest with you, I chose one that had this, fi- you know, there's a fire transition on one of the, the okay. key okay. presentations, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it did not work on my MacBook because the MacBook's did, the MacBook's uh, graphics card did not uh, have enough energy or power for it. Wow. But on the when I actually fired it up in Keynote, it worked great. And so I'm like, this this is great. This, and, and by the way, um, I, I hate when Leo Laporte, I hate when other podcasters do this. But uh, I'm gonna have to do it. I am for those who are watching the video. I'm not oh, kidding you're gonna you. do the video, but not the yeah. Okay. For those who this this is the MacBook Air. I mean, this thing is it. It's about the thickness. Matter of fact, I think the the file folder, the file folder that I use to hold my bills in, are thicker than this MacBook Air, <laughs> and actually bigger. Yeah. Matter of fact. All right. Did you get Apple Care on it? Check this out. The the MacBook Air will fit inside of a file folder. <laughs> well, the old one used to, and the new one's even thinner than the old one. Yeah. Well, here, all right. Let me ask a couple. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. You asked me the questions. All right, all right. I got a couple questions. One: Did you get Apple Care? Not yet, because you can always get Apple Care up to one year after you make the purchase of an Apple product, and if you spill um, seven ounces of lemonade in your MacBook Air. Uh, the Apple Care is not going to cover it, so I want to make sure that if uh, you know if if I do something that would void any such warranty within the first eleven months, I don't want to pay for the warranty. So I'll buy the I I can always buy the warranty if something needs to be fixed within the first year of owning it. All right, so episode eighty five, we'll talk about you buying Apple Care. All right. Um, my other one is: Do you have like what about the build of it? And it's a semi-rhetorical question, so I guess you can't have a semi-rhetorical question. All right, it's not a rhetorical question. It's small, man. Like that thing is thin. Like, is it sturdy? It is. Do you have any concerns about like? I mean, that sucker is small. I had the I had the MacBook, uh, the white MacBook before this, and I will tell you, it was a piece of junk compared to this thing. Yeah. And I spent sixteen hundred dollars on the MacBook. Wow, and I spent nine ninety nine. Actually, no, I spent nine sixty nine on, on the Air on the MacBook Air. Tell me about that. I went. I I came back from Best Buy without a MacBook Air, and uh, I talked to my lovely wife and said, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about this. What do you think?" And she says, "Yeah, that, those are all good reasons." And sure, sure, no problem at all. Went to Amazon, ordered it, had it shipped the next day. Nice. You for, did overnight. Overnight for four bucks, my friend. Yeah, I'm not, that's the thing. Like when you get a purchase that big, you're like, I'm not waiting an extra day. Yeah, I did the same thing with my iPod Touch. I'm like, I'm not waiting an extra day for this. I'm yep. spending an extra four bucks. It's it's a lom- It's a made out of the aluminum, uh, the the unibody case. It it's solid. Um, it, it is. I'd All right, tell, it's tell awesome. me why people would not want it. What are I mean? What oh, are some, okay, so here's the, here's some reasons why you might not want uh, a MacBook Air. Um, if you don't have a Mac. The MacBook Air is not the way to go for your first Mac. Um, no, I would I would recommend a 27 inch iMac. To be honest with you, 
All right. Uh, you wouldn't want it if you wanted a portable computer that you could uh, rent DVDs or take your DVD collection, your Netflix uh, rentals, whatever the case may be. There is no disk drive. Uh, there is no CD drive, DVD drive, none whatsoever. Um, mm-hmm. If you go to hotels that do that have free internet, <laughs> but they don't have Wi-Fi free internet, you don't want this because and you, you're not getting it right because there's no Ethernet port built into it. Uh, the only ports that are on this thing are two USB ports. Now the thing is, is you could get a USB to Ethernet adapter. You'd have to really? carry, yeah. You'd have to carry that around with you to to plug into Ethernet. But you've got plenty of room in your bag because all yep. you do is have an uh, air. <laughs> exactly, no doubt. Um, and beyond that, those and, and of course, um, if oh by the way, and if you if you want your MacBook Air or whatever, if you were wanting it to store tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of photos and and all that other stuff um this thing only comes with 64 gigs of memory it's solid state super fast memory but yeah it's it's not something you want to rely on too heavily okay so here's a 64 yeah okay the one i saw had like 120 or something yeah that's the that's the next size up so uh, that stuff's not cheap, that SSD stuff, right? No, but it, this thing's amazing. I absolutely love it. And it literally only took me about 20 minutes to get it to where it is today, which is something I use every single day. Because I installed Chrome, I installed um, Xmarks, I installed LastPass, which immediately made my Chrome browser no different than if I'm sitting in front of my my 27-inch iMac. I installed yeah. Dropbox, which put all my most important files on there. Right. Um, I installed ScreenFlow, which means I can actually start editing those uh, videos away from my studio if I want to for all those webinars that I do in digital products. Um, I can create keynote presentations you know, in a more relaxed atmosphere. I can uh, browse the web. and it, It's awesome. It's, uh, have you done LastPass on your um, uh, iPhone? Uh, yes, I have it on the iPhone, iPad, and all my other computers I love and it, man. browsers. I love it. Love LastPass. Yeah, I mean, it's just specifically to the browser. I mean, it's just, you know, when I want to go to certain sites, you know, just to go right into LastPass and start searching by the site, and then boom, it just logs me, I mean, for my banking, and it's great. Love it. Bob is asking, do I need my iPad if I have my MacBook Air as my second or third computer? Um, the answer to your question is if I want to use iOS device or applications that are best suited for the iPad, yeah. I would still want my iPad. Um, for example, I, I can click this little button right here, which is... Uh, it's an interesting theory. You know, the, anytime I want to <laughs> push a little clip... There, Sorry, I was not ready for that. I, I know. Like, what is- that, that's an iPad application that I have that controls wirelessly my, my sound clips. So, but there are, yeah, there are a lot of applications that are iPad specific that I would want to still have my iPad for, though I could live without them. Uh, if it was a decision between having an iPad and a MacBook Air, I think I would go MacBook Air. Yeah, it's well, and um, yeah, if you're, if you're willing to do the, if you're, if you're in the cloud as much as I think you and I are, then it really, it really simplifies your hardware. Does that make sense? Yep. It is. It's, so. it's perfectly awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say that if you don't have an, if if it's your first Mac, go with an i, get an iMac, and uh, that that's probably your best solution. Unless you definitely know you're going to be portable more than stationary, then you may want to go MacBook Pro. Uh, but if you're looking for a secondary Mac computer, 
and you're looking for something portable and light and something that's got, you know, five or six hours worth of battery life, um, the MacBook Air 11-inch is the bomb. How much battery life does it have? About five or six hours. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's with my use, which is pretty heavy use. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems small. But I think for for normal use, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's probably longer than that, I would think. I don't know. Five, five to six hours is pretty good for a laptop. No, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying you, you know, you probably put that, you probably stretch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little. <laughs> a little bit. Frame into, yeah, a little bit. I mean, sometimes I do some stuff that's kind of robust, you know, like edit major videos that are an hour long. So, yeah. Well, anyway. Cliff, I hate to say it, you are a typical guy, but you're not a typical user. Yeah, that's no doubt. That's a compliment. Well, anyway, Andy, we, we've got a big show here planned for today's episode. Uh, we probably shouldn't keep John on the phone waiting for us too long. What do you think? Let's do it. All right. Hey, folks, if you haven't heard about moolala.com, uh, in fact, you can go over to gspn.tv slash moolala. That's M-O-O-L-A-L-A. Anyway, Moolala is a, it's, it's a whole kind of like Groupon deal where you get these social coupons and all this other stuff. Thing is, they promised to, to to share with you the revenues of of um, anybody who purchases one of those coupons, and you get two percent uh, commission on anybody underneath you, and anybody underneath those people that you referred, and anybody underneath those people, all the way down the line to five people. I'll tell you what: what you want to do is go to gspn.tv/moolala, watch the video. Then come back and listen to this interview and ask, hear me and Andy talk to John, the co-founder of Moolala and one of Andy's personal friends, I would say, uh, and uh, find out whether or not it's too good to be true. And so, Andy, I'm going to let you introduce John right after this. Hey, everyone. This is uh, Business Act Weekly, and of course, you are going to get the latest and greatest in business tech news. But this is a unique episode because we are going to be talking with a founder of a company. We've done that a few times in our earlier episodes. But for this one, we're going to talk with a friend, but also a co-founder uh, of a brand new site called Moolala. And it's M-O-O-L-A-L-A, moolala.com. And his name is John Dale. John, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks, Andy. Well, John, this is a unique um a unique site, I think, in that it makes something that is very, very popular uh, even better. And uh, I don't, uh, I don't know if maybe you could explain um, not just Moolah, but maybe the the Groupon, the the crowdsourcing of coupons. Maybe explain that a little bit and how it's exploded, and then maybe just give us the the uh, basics of what why Moolah improves on that idea. Sure. So I'm sure most of your listeners at this point have at least heard of, of sites like Groupon and, and Living Social, and they're definitely the market leaders in the space. Uh, the, the basic idea behind the Daily Deals website is to find local and national merchants uh, who will agree to give a significant discount, usually 50 to 90%, um, if you bring a group of people together on the same day to buy whatever it is that they offer. And uh, Groupon and Living Social have just been incredibly successful over the last couple of years using that model. And what we have done, uh, the team at Moolala, is we've taken the, the, the same basic idea of the daily deals 
Um, but instead of spending just a fortune on advertising to try and build a list of people to share the deals with every day, we've taken that money and we're using it to pay sort of as an affiliate fee or a referral fee uh, to our members when they refer their friends. And so it's, it sort of feels like Groupon meets the social graph, Groupon meets Facebook. Uh, that's that's what, we've, uh, what we're trying to do. And, you know, judging by the response we've had over the last month, people are very, very excited about to share in the profit that is generated uh, by these daily deal sites. And so we're, we're super excited to give people a way that they can not just save money, but actually make some money as well. Now, John, I actually went to the site. I was, I think it was uh, Archie that had told me about uh, Moolala. He said, probably you've heard about this already, so I'm too late, but I uh, just thought I'd uh, you know, get your feedback and see what you thought of, of the new site that uh, you were putting together. And so I went over to moolala.com based upon his refer- referral link, and um, I watched the video, and the video is very impressive, by the way, and, it, and, it's, and it's, you know, very appealing. You know, the, the idea here, folks, if you haven't seen this video already, uh, you go there and it talks about the fact that you can actually earn money just by referring people to the site. And if they, you know, if, if you purchase or anybody in your uh, social graph that you've referred, if they purchase, you'll make 2% commission. And it's like, well, that doesn't sound a whole lot until you start thinking about the fact that it goes, I think, what, five generations down. So you get 2% not only on the people you refer, but when they refer their social graph to the network, anybody that they bring on, you get 2% of what they purchase. And then, of course, it's 2% of what those people bring to the table. And and overall, it, it's, it sounds like, almost it sounds like a, a, a lot like a mark, um, multi-level marketing thing in a way that the the initial promise seems so big that it's almost too good to be true. Have you faced any any people that have given you that kind of feedback? Sure. So we, we've certainly had people ask us, you know, is this a is this a pyramid scheme? Is is this something uh, that you know is is maybe illegal or questionable? And and I certainly understand people's questions. There have been a lot of things. Uh, over the last, you know, 20, 30 years, whatever, since probably Amway, um, that where, where people have done businesses designed to take advantage of referrals. Uh, and sometimes they've been less than fair. And it's, it's actually very interesting. Um, the Federal Trade Commission sued the Amway company back in, I guess, late 70s, early 80s, and basically accused them of being an, an illegal pyramid scheme. Um, and Amway ended up winning. And there were se- several tests that were put in place uh, that basically define whether something is legal or illegal in this space. And I'm, I'm not an attorney, but um, we have very good attorneys who've looked at our model. And, and I think that the, the key distinctions are that we don't charge anybody any money to sign up. Um, and so no one has any risk. In, in other words, in a worst case scenario, someone signs up, they never buy a deal and they never refer someone and they've lost nothing except maybe a few minutes of their time. Um, and so what we've, what we've tried to do is we've tried to take the best of what these multi-level companies have done and combine that with daily deals. And so we don't have any sort of you know, monthly minimum purchases. There's no cost to sign up. You don't have to go to meetings. There's none of the things that you traditionally think of with a multi-level business. But we've taken the best pieces of it, which is we're allowing our business to grow like a social network. 
rather than uh, growing, you know, just by normal addition. And so you get the power of multiplication uh, that frankly looks so attractive. You know, I grew, growing up, my parents were actually involved in the Amway business for most of my junior high and high school years. And there's something very attractive about that business. Uh, and that company in particular has made a lot of people very, very successful. But what we find is that most people who get involved uh, in a business like that end up leaving, uh, you know, sort of disappointed. And so, well, we're, we, there's a lot of similarity when you look at this business mapped out. Um, we're hoping to take away a, a lot of the downsides. But we're also, frankly, Cliff, we're not promising to make people rich. Um, you know, what we're trying to do is help people make a little bit of extra money, uh, maybe money that they can spend to buy more coupons or money they can pull out and, you know, go on an extra date every month. Um, there'll probably be some people who make a lot of money, but I think most people are going to just make some extra spending money and, and hopefully support their coupon habit. Right. Well, I, I tell you the, I did the math and it looks to me like, honestly, what you're doing is you're just taking 10% of the profit and splitting that, uh, for each sale. That's the maximum that you're paying out to anybody at any one time on a, on an individual sale. Is that correct? Yeah, so literally we take 10%, you know, so if it's a $10 purchase, we take $1 and we pay it out to five levels to the person that made the purchase and the four levels above them. And so it's very, you know, that's a pretty typical amount. If you look at most businesses, 10% is a good percentage of revenue to be spending on marketing. We just decided that rather than spending that on traditional advertising, we wanted to share that money with our members and, and as we succeed, allow them to, to succeed and see some of the benefit as well. Now, are are you going to be tracking people through 1099 forms if they actually do, let's say, sign up hundreds and hundreds of people and this thing does like really take off? Yeah, sure. So if we pay anyone, I think, more than $600, we have to give them a 1099 uh, where we, you know, we report the fact that we paid them income to the IRS. Sure. Very cool. Well, hey, John. I, yeah, go ahead, Andy. Well, I was just going to say, I, and I've had a lot of people, um, and actually it's funny, you know, you could... If you put a, a reply to someone on Facebook, you know, I've got it set so it, it emails me if someone replies to a post. And I did a video about Moolala on my blog and someone wrote me a Facebook message and I told John this story and it was something about, you know, it's MLM and in a very negative con uh, context. And by the time I went, they deleted the comment already, so they kind of took it back, but I already got the notification. And, and, and I, I really championed Moolala for two reasons. And one is that I just know John as an individual, as a friend. Uh, that, that he wouldn't he wouldn't do something that, that uh, I think takes advantage of people. And the reason that number two I support it is it's not it is multi level marketing, but it, it is it without the risk. So the only well I should say the only risk instead of risking your money where you have to put up money up front and you have to buy a certain amount every month, which is the negative part of MLM. I mean the the problem with those companies is they they end up people leave and John said it more nicely than I would say it. People get burnt, people get hurt. Because they have an investment into it, an upfront investment, uh, literally of money and or, or relationships, and then they can get, you know, they could leave with nothing or very little. And and the difference I think with this is it costs you only your social capital, which I know John, you wrote a blog post about. But all you have to do is just ask your friends, hey, if you want to, if you want to get connected through me, that's fine. But after that, you know, people can either buy deals or not buy deals. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, and, and I've, I've, I've met the Moolala staff. They're, they're just the kind of people that you're not weirded out by. And I think that's another, that's another mark of MLMs. It's sort of like, 
what's your ulterior motive? And I think Moolah just makes Groupon look like it's missing a piece. So I'm excited to see its growth. And the question that everyone wants to know, John, because everyone's signing up their, their friends for these levels is, you know, wh- when's the deal launch? Because that's the, that's the, um, you know, that's what, it's hard to have that faith that, okay, this thing's going to actually turn around and I'm signing up for it. So you want to give a ballpark or just say soon or what, what's your, yeah. So that's, that's the one question that I can't answer. Uh, not cause I don't know the answer. I, I do obviously, but we are sworn to secrecy on that. We're, we're taking, um, deliberately sort of, uh, a very private approach to the number of members we have, you know, the amount of traffic that we actually have on the site, uh, you know, when deals are going to launch, who the companies we're going to be launching with will be. Um, I, I will say that it is, it is going to be pretty soon and that you and your listeners are going to be very excited by the partners that we're working with. Um, I wish I could give you an exact date. Uh, if you keep your, keep an eye on your inboxes, if you're a member, because we will, uh, be updating you uh, pretty soon with some exciting news, but I, I can't I can't give you an exact date. At least not if I want to keep my position at the company. All right, <laughs> your position as co-founder, right? You know, I actually have I think the coolest title ever, which is I'm the chief happiness officer. Nice. So I, I yeah I am I am a co-founder. There's a group of five of us that, that started the company, uh, but my role in the company is I head up what we call our member experience team. Uh, which is customer service and then working with members to help them build out their pay matrixes. So, uh, you know, we, we get every day to spend all of our time and my team does working with people, helping, you know, resolve any issues they, they have and just going out of our way to, you know, create wow experiences for them. Uh, we, we try and look at every opportunity uh, where we interact with a member as an opportunity to make them smile. And so we have a lot of fun. And uh, if you've had a chance to watch any of the, silly videos that have come out of our office, you'll see that we have a, a really good time as a team. Well, there is another video that I, I watched. I d- dug a little deeper into the Moolala archives of content that you do have available uh, avail- uh, for everyone. And the one video that really got me the most interested, because I, I happen to own a small business of my own, um, is the fact that it really, if I wanted to actually create a deal, and of course that's going to be part of my question is whether or not you know somebody as small as me can create a deal on your site. But the, it looks like as an advertiser or somebody who wants to offer the deal, there's no cost for me up front to actually put my deal on your site. Tell, tell us how that works. Yeah, so it's, our, our model is, uh, is really simple. Uh, we work with people, both national deals that we would offer nationwide or over a portion of the country, uh, and then also local deals within specific market areas. And at, the, at its simplest, a deal works this way. There's no upfront cost to the merchant. Uh, we then take a portion of the revenue as a commission and pay the rest of the revenue to the merchant. Uh, actually pretty quickly within, within a few days. Um, and so, you know, for example, let's say that you owned a local pizza restaurant and we would do a deal. It has to be at least a 50% discount off retail. So we'll, let's pretend that we said it's a $10 for a $20 pizza. Uh, and then we would take the $10 from each of the, of the coupons or deals that we sold. Um, and in a typical situation, we'd split that money with you. 
Um, and so instead of paying money to get new customers to walk in the door for the first time, we actually pay you uh, to take a new customer. And then obviously you have the opportunity as a, as a local business to, to do everything you can to win them as a longtime customer. So it sort of flips the model on the head. Instead of paying for traffic to come in the door, we pay you to take traffic um, from people that we know are interested in your type of business. Do you have a, a certain guideline about the types of products and or services that you will allow to advertise on your site? You know, as, as we're obviously looking for products and services that are going to be have the widest appeal. Um, and so... It, it, it's going to be at least to start with very similar to the type of deals you'd see, you know, from, from Groupon and living social. Um, we're, we're, we're looking at some other opportunities. Uh, we've been contacted by some very interesting, very well-known companies uh, who are wanting to do things, you know, maybe that you wouldn't expect to see on a site like Groupon. Um, but, you know, our basic guideline is what are we going to be able to sell a lot of, that is going to be a, a really attractive offer to our members. Uh, so we're spending a lot of time talking with companies that offer the types and goods and services that you buy every day. And then we're also interested in helping you explore new things in your market. So you know, maybe you've not been skydiving before, and we can you know, tempt some of you to, to skydive or to you know, try out a new restaurant you haven't tried out before. Uh, we think a lot of people will use Mulala deals as an opportunity to try new things. John, I, I, I agree with that because I think that that's what these coupon sites have done is I know for myself, it's, uh, I think you've talked about, I don't know if, the, if it's called CAC or not, but customer acquisition cost. And my father-in-law owns a couple of restaurants, two, two of the nicest restaurants in, in my city and I'm, I'm not biased because he's my father-in-law. Like they, they're, they're just really, really nice places. And I know that when they uh, sold them, uh, I think they sold something like 6,000 in, in a town of 150,000 people. Um, and, and it was through Groupon, I believe. But the thing he told me was that, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to come in and use those that haven't been in a while. But he also told me something I hadn't even thought about, which is a lot of people don't use them at all. A lot of them, you know, from a merchant perspective, can you, you can expect just like with normal gift certificates, people just end up not using them. And obviously that's not the goal of Moolala or Groupon, but as a, as a person who would consider doing a deal, um, do you have any idea of what the, the I'm trying to think of the right word, but the, the reimbursement rates are when people. Yeah. So, buy so it's, we would probably call that redemption rate. Yeah. We have, sure, we have sure. really good ideas. Like I can't share the numbers, uh, but they're they're going to be similar to, to like you said, to gift certificates. Actually, we expect redemption to be a little bit higher than a typical gift certificate would be because the person is usually buying it for themselves rather than for someone else. Um, but we pay the merchant based on the number that we sell. And then if some of them don't get redeemed, the merchant obviously makes additional profit on that. And so that certainly is something that, that plays into the decision um, but you know, we would love to see every one of these coupons, uh, every one of these deals get redeemed. I think the real win for the merchant is not to sell uh, a gift certificate that doesn't get used. The real win is to have a new customer come in the door, uh, who they have a chance to, to make into a customer for life. All right. right. So here's a question. It's coming from, uh, it's a question for clarification on, uh, how this works on the deal of, uh, on the behalf of, let's say the person selling the goods. So you have the $20 pizza, 
uh, you require a, a minimum of 50% off. So let's say they give you the coupon for $10. And so these people buy the $10 coupon. Am I right in that I heard that you said that I, as the um, owner of the store, I get 50%, which is $5. You keep 40% and you dull out the uh, 10% to the various five levels. Yeah, correct. So that would be a typical model. Um, we It's sort of two separate transactions, right? So we have some sort of commission arrangement with the merchant. Typically, it's going to be 50-50. Sometimes the merchant does get a little bit more than 50%. Um, and then we pay out 10% of the coupon cost. So in this case, $10 uh, is the coupon cost. We're going to pay out a dollar to the members uh, you know, as their reward for, for the referrals that they've made. Um, and so you know, if you sort of do the math there, you know, obviously it's kind of financially impossible for us to give any more than 90% to the merchant. And because at that point we would be losing a significant amount of money. Um, and you know, the typical deal Groupon is their typical deal would be 50, 50. Um, our typical deal is also 50, 50. Uh, but like I said, we do in certain circumstances negotiate a little bit off of that number. Right. John, I had a question from uh, some of my family members about the tracking, because you can do five levels, and they wanted to know why can't I see further down my levels? Because I think you can see your first level, right? So in Mool, yeah, so, yeah, we, pay matrix, but we make it a little bit confusing, next. and we call that your second level because you're your own first level, because uh-huh. uh, you do get paid a, you know, the, the percentage on your own purchases as well. The, re- the reason we do that is really just for privacy reasons. Um, you know, we don't mind you knowing who you've invited that has uh, signed up and become a member. But for example, if I sign you up, Andy, and then you turn around and sign up 50 people, uh, it's not really my right to know who those people are or how to reach them. Uh, and so we show you the, the name and email address of those people on your second level, and we don't show you the information below that. So if you want to reach out and connect with those people, you can. Um, but I can't, so I, I can spam you in a sense because I know you, but I can't spam your friends. And right. so we're doing that just to protect people from, uh, you know, maybe people getting a little bit overzealous in their communication with, with the people that are below them in the, in the matrix. Gotcha. Makes sense. Well, I'll tell you, Andy, it, it sounds like an appealing deal. The, the one thing that's coming out here is, and again, I think we, you mentioned this with cost, the cost of uh, acquiring a new customer, but uh, Walter is saying that's fifty percent discount on your price already, um, and and for the sake of marketing, he says that sounds a bit expensive. What would you say to that, John? So ask that question one more time. I'm sorry. He says that it, he says you're already offering a fifty percent discount on your price for the sake of marketing. He says it sounds a bit expensive. Yeah. So this isn't for everyone. Uh, and we're certainly not claiming that, that everyone should do it. Uh, if, you know, if you have a product or a service that you're never going to offer a 50% discount on, then we're probably not a good match for you. But what we actually find is that most companies have a pretty high acquisition cost to get someone in the door for the first time. So let's pretend that that same pizza shop we've been using as an example that right now it costs them $25 in traditional advertising to get someone to come in the door. What we're saying is instead of spending $25, we'll pay you $5. 
And so we're finding that there are lots of businesses who are really excited about the idea of being paid for new customers rather than having to pay to get them. Right. Hey, hey Cliff. Yes. I, I had a conversation with a local business owner uh, two weeks ago, and I had never heard these numbers before. But uh, and, and obviously, this is a new space of advertising and customer acquisition, the whole Groupon category. And uh, they told me that they had purchased eight billboards. And this is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, so I don't know what the rates are in other places. I'm, I'm assuming in Cincinnati, where, near where you're at, would be a lot more. But eight billboards um, for a month, each billboard cost $3,000. And I'm thinking that's 25 grand a month in advertising, and that's obviously you know in the billboard billboard category. And and I think what's interesting about this space is that it's so much more targeted and trackable. You know, I think that's that's why businesses are jumping on this. And, and as John said, it's not for all businesses, but as a business owner myself, if I do any advertising, if I you know I want it to be measurable. I want I want to know how many people turn those in. So, John, is there, a, is there a way that you're encouraging, I mean, tr- trying to train vendors when they, when they go to use these things? Because I know some vendors have been burnt. There was a place in Boston, I think, that did helicopter rides, and they had to shut it down because they, they got way, way, way too many people signing up. You know, like their full year was filled. So sure. So there are definitely, you know, examples of, and stories out there of businesses that, the deal has just been too successful and and that's had a negative impact on their business. We actually work very closely with our merchants to try and make sure that we're delivering an appropriate amount of business to them. Um, and so you'd ask, you know, Cliff, if, if your business was the kind of business that could, could work with us. And that's often going to depend on, on a couple of factors. One is, is whatever it is that your company offers something that we think would be attractive? And then secondly, do we think that you could handle the amount of business that we would be sending you? And if the answer to that is no, we're not going to sell coupons for you, even, even though we might think that what you offer is attractive because it's going to end up creating a bad experience for you and for our members. Um, and so I think that uh, the answer to your question, Andy, is yeah, absolutely. We, we want to work with merchants to make sure that they have a really, really good experience as well as the members getting a good deal. Yeah. I, hey, I, I have one more question, Cliff. All right, all right, go ahead. Yeah. Sure. I, I just wanted to ask because, John, I know that you spent um, six months with Seth Godin for the Alternative MBA program, and I've had you on Lunchpin Podcast. And we're connecting a lot of different ways. But this company is more than you, and actually, you guys have two locations. So, could you kind of give us an idea of who who started it and who's funding it? Because obviously, it's not all out of John Dale's pocket. Yeah, so that's a that's a great question, and we actually have a really remarkable team. Um, the The original idea for the company was uh, came from my brother Matt, who's one of our co founders. Um, and Matt is responsible for the whole merchant side of the business. And so he he spend, he and his team spend their time uh, working with the, the different partners that we're going to be offering deals for. Uh, my brother and I then connected with uh, a friend of mine who's a developer, a guy named Stephen Denton. Um, and Stephen came on board the, on the team. And then we ended up talking to a couple of different venture capital firms. One of the venture capital firms that we talked to was headed up by a guy named Josh Chodnowitz. And Josh uh, is sort of famous because he, along with a friend of his, Mike Marston, started art.com and allposters.com. 
which is uh, the largest, I believe, at this point, seller of, of online art in the world. And, and uh, Mike and Josh actually left art a few years ago. Josh is still on their board and uh, still one of the owners over there. But he started their venture capital firm, and, and that's how Matt and I ended up meeting with him. And when we shared this, our business plan with him, uh, Josh got pretty excited and uh, actually ended up joining our team. And he's now our CEO. He then turned around and recruited Mike, who was his co-founder from, from uh, art.com. And Mike is our chief strategy officer now. Uh, and so we've got a really, really solid founding team. Uh, we just recently had uh, someone... Um, from GoDaddy, who was in their recruiting department, join us as our director of HR, uh, a gal named Keisha. She's great. And um, we've got a really good team of developers and got four people on the member experience team and I think about the same number of people uh, on the merchant team. And so I'm not, I'm not sure of our exact numbers at this point. We have two different locations. Uh, we have offices in Colorado and also offices in Austin where our headquarters are. Um, but I think, I think at this point there's probably 15 or 20 of us, at least on the team. Uh, and you know, we're, we've got angel investors who've invested and, um, I, I can't go into any of the details there as far as who or how much money, but, uh, we're definitely in a very good position, uh, to make the run that we're making right now. All right. I have a good friend of mine in our chat room. He's got several customers that would, that might be interested in being merchants. And, and I happen to know who some of his customers are and, and, let me tell you, it, they, they would be good people for you, John. Uh, Great. So, so basically, if somebody out there wants to um, become a merchant, how do they get in touch with Moolala? So if they go to moolala.com and then they can click on the link down at the bottom for businesses or they can just go to getfeatured.moolala.com, there's a website with videos where they'll tell them how it works and a form they can fill out. Uh, and when they fill out that form, uh, the information goes to our merchant team who will take a look at what they do and uh, reach out and connect with them to work something out. Now, I remember when PayPal first got started, believe it or not, and I, I remember they used to pay me $10 for every person that I would refer to them. And and I, I remember referring lots of people and just take say, listen, let's go to your computer and just sign your credit card up for account. And I used to make lots of money doing that. Uh, this is, this is, this, this whole paying the 2%, uh, for five levels for each person that signs up, this is an ongoing thing. This is always a part of how you're going to do business. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, the big difference for us, obviously, is we're paying when someone actually buys something. So we're only paying out of revenue. We're not just paying, you know, $10 referral fee just for getting someone to sign up. Right. Well, I, I tell you, it's, it's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm glad to see the number of people that have signed up under me. I know, Andy, you've probably got a big team of people underneath you as well. and uh, Millions. Uh, millions, exactly. Uh, no, it, it, is, it is fun, though, Cliff. I mean, if you watch it, and that's where most people are checking it now in their pay matrix, they call it. But it is fascinating. There's a lady here in Sioux Falls that's called the Sioux Falls Coupon Mom. And she has this great blog, which is coupon stuff. And I got her to sign up. Oh, and goodness. She's like, yeah, she's like... Queen. But see, here's the thing about this. When it starts to go, just like do you, on that day that Amazon was on uh, a Living Social Cliff, uh -huh. did your Facebook board like light up? My Facebook wall was like 50% get this deal on Amazon, you know, right. because it's also social. And that, and, and then they kind of have it built in a little bit. But when people have an incentive to share, I just think Moolah is going to explode when people figure out, oh, okay, I can make 2% and 2% and 2%. 
uh, on all these things. So uh, I'm excited to see when the deals come on what happens to it. Because right now it's just people that sort of have to have this level of faith that the deals are going to come out and be good, which I do. But once they do come out, I think you're going to see multiple <laughs> numbers of people signing up. So I know you have a link set up, don't you, don't you, Cliff? Uh, yeah, mine's uh, gspn.tv slash moolala, M-O-O-L-A-L-A. I, I got one question for you. I, I love this one. It sounds like if you don't get in early, what happens then? So, I mean, obviously, there becomes a point of saturation. Is is there a, a, a thought about what you'll do to acquire new members when when some people are afraid that, yeah, it, you know, I don't really feel all that led to it because – um, pretty much everybody in my social circle, I mean, gosh, Moolala's like group on everybody knows who they are now. Yeah. So obviously that would be a really good problem for us to have if nobody <laughs> had any friends less left to uh, refer. So uh, at that point, you know, I don't know if we start looking at other planets or what we do, but, um, that's certainly a problem that we would love to have. What, what we're actually finding is, you know, even if you look at Groupon with, you know, how many million members they have at this point, they're still just scratching the surface of, of the potential of this industry worldwide. Um, and so we're, you know, we're pretty excited. We've got definitely got, you know, international expansion plans that are already rolling out and, uh, we would love to have that problem where everybody's friends were already involved. Um, what, what we're actually finding in the meantime is that, you know, people tend to respond after they receive a, you know, a certain number of invites. And so uh, the longer that we're around, we think the more people will respond and the more receptive people will be. Uh, we're definitely grateful to, to group on Living Social for sort of laying the groundwork for us and helping people understand what daily deals are. Um, but the, the opportunity is definitely great right now because, uh, we have a ton of members, but there's a ton of people left who are not members yet as well. One, one other question is once these deals do go live and people start buying these coupons and, and we start seeing some generated, uh, income as a result of this, uh, how do, how are you going to pay out? How, what, what service are you using? What method are you going to be doing to, to pay your, your participants in this? That's a great question. So we have, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of different options on that. One way you'll be able to get the money out is if you want to buy coupons, you'll be able to use it at checkout, just like you would a gift certificate on Amazon. Um, we'll also have different options for withdrawing the money as, as cash. Uh, you know, to begin with, it's probably uh, going to be as simple as going in and requesting that we mail you a check. Uh, down the road, we're looking at options like prepaid debit cards and reloadable debit cards, where we would just be able to send you a, a Moolala, you know, Visa card and load your rewards on there. And you could, you know, pull rewards out onto your card and go spend them like cash. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to do whatever's best for our members in the long run. Um, but short term, it'll probably be good old fashioned checks that we send out. Awesome. John, thank you very much for taking the time here today to, to talk with us. I, I knew that Moolala looked interesting, uh, and, and knowing that I had some personal connections to people who are certainly tied to you, I, I knew that we would get you on the show here and, and to answer these questions and, and stuff like that. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys find a lot of great success, and uh, I, again, I, I really appreciate you took, taking the time to talk with us today. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me on, Cliff. Well, my friends, there you go. That is our interview with John Dale of Moolala. Andy, I guess that maybe it's not too good to be true. 
<laughs> no, part part of that is, as I said before, I know John uh, just as a as a brother in the Lord, but also just a stand up guy and a very creative person, and, a, and he understands social media, and I think that he's tapped into the power of social media, which is connections, and he's building a business around that model and uh, going into a space that is already obviously very popular. I mean, Groupon, I think. I saw on 60 Minutes a couple weeks ago was the fastest growing company in history, <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't know quite how you measure that, but uh, they have, and it's a, it's a great space to be in, and I think they're going to do a great job. And uh, some there's so many skeptical, good questions people ask. I mean, there's a couple of Walter asked in the chat room, and uh, they're great questions, but at the core, it's still 50 to 90 percent off, <laughs> you know. So even if the whole pay matrix thing doesn't work, it's another coupon. Uh, thing you know, it's another coupon deal in, in that space, and uh, I, I don't pick one. I, I have several coupon deals that I get on a day-to-day basis. So I'm excited to see how it grows, and of course, if I can make some lunch money off the deal, that'd be great too. It is exciting to think about the possibilities there. Well, my friends, uh, we want to just say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Business Tech Weekly. As you know, here in January of 2011, we made the decision that every single episode every single week of this and all of the other shows here at gspn.tv are available to you for free that's right if you want to uh be a part of our plus membership the folks who make it possible for us to spend this time to do this each and every week uh you can do so by heading over to gspn.tv slash plus and learn how you can become a plus member and andy i'll tell you what man some amazing things have been happening over at gspncommunity.com it's a sweet setup, man. It's like people are digging in, getting connected. I know it sounds totally cheese ball, but uh, just jump in there, friends. It's just a great platform. You set it up very well, Cliff, and you've gotten out of the way. And that's a true measure of a healthy tribe and healthy group is when the leader is not present, there's still good things going on. So lots of good stuff going on over there. Join us. Awesome. And Andy, I'll tell you what, what's, where, where can they find your free video tutorials? Uh, AndyTribe.com slash free. And um, that's that's where it's at. And I record those without a cold. So I sound better than I do now. Awesome. Well, my friends, if you want to give us a call, leave us your feedback, your comments, your questions for the show, you can do so by giving us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number is 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number, 859-795-4067. We'll be back again next week with more technology tools, tips to help you become more profitable, more proficient, more productive in your day, and maybe even more profitable. Or did I say more profitable? Definitely more profitable. Definitely more profitable. (laughs) Anyway, folks, until next time, we encourage you to join the community. 